Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rands, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined by Arizona Right Wing Watch, a.k.a. Haley. Hello. I am also joined by the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> it, is, it is the end of the year L, who's about to be reborn at the baby New Year L next week. Or probably in two weeks, because I ain't going to be here next week. Yes, soon I too will be a beautiful baby. Yes. <laughs> a uh, fresh new optimistic babe, ready to see Donald Trump's new America again. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest America, truly the most incredible of Americas. He's going to make it again, again. <laughs> <laughs> Maga. <laughs> oh, I truly enjoyed that when that became his, that actually became his reelection slogan in 2020 for like, for a little while it was keep America great. And then COVID hit. And then he was like, ah, I'm just going to go back to make America great again. It was like, but you're the president. Are you currently saying after four years of your sustained excellence, we're not already great? MAGA, bro. Yes, exactly. MAGA, just, <laughs> MAGA was just so much more uh, effective than CAG, which was, which was not nearly as awesome. <laughs> yeah, but then let's say it gets a letter K in the mix, and I feel like they probably love that letter. Oh, if yeah. They, if, they, if, they, if they could just get integrate more Ks and Hs into their platform, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. Yes, that is pretty much all they want. And uh, unfortunately for them, they only got one and that didn't work. So we're like, we're going to go back to MAGA because uh, that's just it just rolls right off the tongue. It's, it's just fun to say. Yeah. MAGA. Yeah. Uh, I what's every now and then I still see someone wearing that hat. They're just like shambling through the casino. And I'm just like, man. That is that is some diehard stuff. Usually, Sometimes I, mean, <laughs> I see it all the time. Still, oh no, the stuff I get is mostly anti-Biden stuff. It's like, oh. it's like it's like shirts of Biden looking like dazed, and and then and there's a caption like "This guy's a moron" or something, and all kinds of "Let's go Brandon" merchandise, and some stuff that just goes the full nine and is actually the fuck Joe Biden stuff. You know why? It's because we have a bunch of Trump stores here. That's probably why. Look, I literally just went to one. Look at what I just got. <laughs> For those of you in the theater of the mind, uh, Haley is showing us a weird, scrunchy Trump doll thing that is... Uh, his eyes actually, pop out. Actually, his eyes, it. Yeah, his, the eyes bugged out of his head. He is actually the stuff of nightmares that we are looking at right now. Isn't this like... <laughs> I didn't know we were supposed to be describing stuff to our audience. I'm sorry. Haley I is didn't... also 30 feet tall. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't true. think it mattered, but I guess we're just describing everything we see. Yeah, so she's thirty feet tall and mostly made of fire. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's the Balrog. <laughs> and now to answer the question that people have been arguing about between book first movie, Haley has wings. So Balrogs actually canonically have wings. <laughs> Fuck off, everybody. So. Yeah, suck it, nerd. It looks cooler that way anyway. Shut up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. I like how that was Steven Spielberg's answer for the 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 big like like continuity error with the T Rex pins that like having like a thirty foot drop down it. They were just like, "Hey, this doesn't make any sense." And he's like, "It looks better that way." Shut up. Shut <laughs> it. It's like you know what? He's right. The it's definitely much cooler. There's a, a certain 
it, like a sudden big 30 foot drop out of nowhere. So it's like, oh my God, the tension, <laughs> a 30 foot drop out of nowhere, like adds to a scene. Yes. They should have done that to the lighthouse. <sighs> yes. God. Or the uh, whale that that would be that would have been a better more 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 recent pull. I was pulling from last year. This year they should have done it for the whale, and then all of a sudden the whale just finds himself dropping thirty feet. <laughs> uh, take that whale, you stupid whale! How much how much of these things do you have any idea about what I'm talking about, Mike? Oh, have you heard of the the lighthouse or the whale? I vaguely I've heard of the lighthouse. I have no earthly idea about the whale. You okay? Are, you had to, I mean, I, like I, I do like Bioshock? that you were still. I do like that you were still playing along, but you had this glossy-eyed deer in headlights look about you. I was like, oh no, I'm in the weeds. <laughs> I'm in the weeds for Mike. <laughs> uh, do you know of the whale, Haley? Uh, are we talking about the lighthouse from Bioshock? <clears throat> no, although that is a much cooler <laughs> lighthouse. We were talking about. I was wondering what you were doing, why you'd mentioned Bioshock. No, the Lighthouse <laughs> was an art housey movie from uh, from like two years ago. Oh, the the, the Will, Will, Willem Dafoe one. That movie's so sick. Yeah, Willem Dafoe yeah. and Vampire Guy. Who's yeah, also I love Batman, mermaids. Whose name I can never remember. Um, he's the Foot Guy. He his face looks like a foot. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, there we go. N- yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then the the whale is part of the 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 ongoing Brendan Fraser songs. It's it's his big oh. like breakout like award winning movie that I have not like, making seen any now. new movies this year and you just ah. intrigued me. Are you telling me that Brendan Fraser is back? Uh, oh yeah, Brendan Fraser oh is now God. like a b- beloved returned Hollywood icon. I'm gonna die. Like a great year. You should actually just look up the year that he's had on or pretty much like the whole pandemic. Suddenly, all of a sudden, people were just like, "You know, he's great, Brendan Fraser. He's just wow, so that's, wholesome." That's wild. He got like a six and a half minute long standing ovation or whatever when he went to some award show and he, he just started crying because he was so touched. It was very, it was very heartwarming. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I, I, I'm here for that. So my um, George is the jungle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll always be my heroic guy fighting about me. Screw yes. you, Tom Cruise. Oh my God. The mummy was sick. I love that movie as a kid. <laughs> yeah. The first mummy is still great. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, it's, the first mummy and the first Men in Black are both movies from sort of that era of filmmaking that are just like still perfectly good and just as fun today as they were back then. So there you go, listeners. We've 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 fluffed ourselves long enough with some weird <laughs> classic ru- movie recommendations. I guess <laughs> every watch Men in Black and the Mummy. Yes. And, uh, let's get back into. Sort I would of highly recommend the Mummy. I liked that when I was a kid. I'm gonna yeah, rewatch that. I'm gonna Dude, the Mummy stuff. slaps. Yes. <laughs> I didn't like the second one though because they had that shitty kid. Yeah, the, I mean, the most most movie sequels fall off a cliff. Yeah, they can't, they can't all be aliens or Terminator <laughs> Two. No, <laughs> we should do the Mummy movie night. <laughs> okay, M- uh, m- m- Mummy Mummy movie night. Oh God, my my grades are taking it back. He's like, what have you got me into now? About the no, I'm watching in. the Brendan Fraser classic, the Mummy. Yeah, I'm in for the Mummy. <laughs> yeah. An oxygen moon. I was gonna say an oxygen moon. I think that's how I discovered what a bisexual was when I was like six. I was like, "What? Why am I feeling these things?" She's pretty. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but like <laughs> the the love interest in that uh, reaffirmed that I'm largely heterosexual. At a very important time in my life. And you know what? That movie also affirmed for all of us that we love Brendan Fraser. That's true. 
I feel like I, I feel like now as an adult, if I went back and watched that movie, now I will be attracted to Brendan Fraser as well. At the time, <laughs> right. That wasn't my scene. I hadn't I hadn't leveled up enough, but now I'm properly leveled up, and I could be like, you know what? W- wood for both of them. Wood. <laughs> okay, now let's get into the amuse bush. Fair. <laughs> it's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse bush. Uh, I didn't want to get us out of the, the, the fluffing segment of the show too quickly, but uh, Mike, I have the answer for why you keep seeing those red MAGA hats floating around. That's because Americans love a loser. And uh, nothing says American loser more than Confederate war monuments, uh, some of the last of which are finally being torn around, uh, torn down around the country, which is so weird because they got their asses paddled for treason a long time ago. So it seems like we shouldn't have had statues of them up to begin with. But what do I know? Uh, anyway, Mike, uh, th- this is coming up because I guess there's some news related to it. So what's going on with uh, our, our beloved monuments to traitors? Uh, so West Point, after doing a review, as all of these very slow-moving bureaucracies like to do, decided to start taking down uh, statues honoring and statues and other memorials honoring honoring Confederate generals at West Point's campus. Okay, and- point number one. Kind of weird for West Point to have statues or monuments up to the leaders of what at that like technically was a foreign army or what right? they wanted to be a foreign army, right? That should like when they went to do that, somebody should have been like, weren't they like the enemy generals of like a independent nation that was trying to like form? Should we put those up here? And they were just like, yeah, but dude, they were so white. Oh, and so also white. like we love slavers, right? <laughs> and we're all in agreement with that, right? That's yes. what the sculptor was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're just like, look, 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 they did some bad stuff, but we can all agree they did own a lot of slaves. And they're, they're all just like, they're nodding their head, just like, oh god, he brings up such a good point. They own so many slaves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, and this is the thing is that I saw this article uh, from like Newsmax, some right wing rag getting upset about this stuff, and I. Literally just like threw it into my timeline along with some uh, QAnon folks reacting to it being like, oh, these woke scum. Oh, I can't believe they're doing this. So being so bad. And it was just like one of a million things. I'm like, oh, now I'm going to find something from Jack Posovic. Now I'm going to go stunk on pragmatic. Never in a million years that I think that this thing would get so much engagement. And I have so many people commenting in my in my in my timeline, like, this is history. Why are you trying to get rid of history? What's wrong with you? And like and all this stuff and just people. I don't I don't understand how you can be this upset about this unless you just like openly want to admit that like, yeah, I would I'm on team Confederacy. I was in favor of the people that committed treason in defense of slavery. I'm on their team. Like any attempt to be like, Oh, this is history. You're trying to whitewash what happened. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, um, no, the team pro Confederacy are the whitewashers. They're the people that say shit like States rights and all this other stuff. And like, it's like, no, like, you people did a really bad thing and you should not be honored for those bad things. I actually had one person uh, post something like, Oh, they, they just, they were Americans. And just, just because they happen to be on the wrong side of things in the future doesn't mean it's like, no, at the time they knew that slavery was shit. It wasn't like it was like some sort of like, like, Hey, maybe, <clears> in, a hundred, maybe in a hundred years, people will think slavery is bad. Who's to say? Yeah. W- w- weirdly, some people cracked that one right away. Slavery was, like, hey. was bad. 
They were just yeah. like, is this slavery thing or all right? And other people were like, shut up. It's making us so much money. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. shut your mouth. Yes. Exactly. How else are we going to build these pyramids? You shut it. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's really wild that so many people still get upset about this and pretend that the reason why they're upset about it isn't because racist tributes to racists are being taken down. And it's just like and I that my my favorite like attempted jujitsu on this argument is like the Democrats are the party of the Confederacy and the KKK and they're trying to get rid of their evil legacy. And it's like, uh, and also heritage, not hate. All right, yeah. <laughs> and the, and the reverse, <laughs> yeah, and the reverse. It's like this is an attempt to get the Democrats to, to get rid of their evil evidence of their evil slavery backed history, and also this is my history. This is me. <laughs> it's like, well, whose is it? Is it the Democrats or is it yours? Was it Democrats walking into the White House with Confederate flags on January 6th? I don't think it was. For some odd reason, it's you guys that are always carrying those flags around. But but the Democrats, they're the bad guys about slavery and the KKK. Why are you waving the flag of slavery and the KKK again? What why are you doing that? It just, uh, it just makes my head hurt, the like contortions and mental gymnastics these people do. I was Friday. at the Trump store. I was at the Trump store and there was so much Confederate um, merch there. And one was a wallet. It was a Confederate flag wallet, but it also said, come and take it on it, which I thought was funny for a wallet. (laughs) Steal my money. (laughs) That's a real mixed message. (laughs) I'm assuming that like the inflection is supposed to imply a threat. Like, oh yeah, you want this, come and take it. Because they're also packing. It's like. It's text, so I mean, depending on the context, like maybe if it was like in the pocket of somebody with visible firearm, then sure. But just laying on the counter of a place, it, it's like steal. It's like the cover of Steal This Book. They will pay for it. People will yeah. just be like, "Hey, I'm going to do it." If you if you're caught walking out of that store with one of those, you should legally be able to defend yourself with it says "Take It" on it. Yeah. I was following the directions of the packaging. <laughs> I'm just imagining that story being like, hey, man, we sold out of all those Confederate wallets. He's like, what do you mean we've sold out? I haven't sold one this week. Like, well, <laughs> we well, we don't have any more. <laughs> and then instead of getting mad, he's just like, well, at least, at least a lot of people are going to get the rebel spirit and we're going to take our country back and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love Trump, so I have a store dedicated to him because that person's probably not some sort of grifty liberal. That'd be great. <laughs> that, that would like, be right, great. Right after, right after Biden got inaugurated, like Fox News had all these like stories about these like uh, F- FJB stores opening up, and they're like, "Business is great." And I'm like, "Yeah, how long is that? How long is that going to last?" That's like having a store, having a, having a story about a, a birds aren't real store, being like, "Oh my god, I'm selling so many birds are not real shirts." Holy shit! Oh yeah, like the Flat Earth Emporium. Yes, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's just like yeah, a lot of people believe in that shit, but not enough to sustain a business long term no somehow our trump store has expanded and now there's three here <laughs> what's arizona I mean, yeah fucking hell we, we, 
we had it. We I, we had a Trump store near me. Like it was like on one of the highways. There was an actual Trump store, but it uh it, it went away after like five months. Like weirdly, Massachusetts doesn't have enough uh, MAGA QAnon lunatics in it to keep a store afloat for more than half a year. Yeah, you'd have to bring that shit up to New Hampshire or Maine. Yes, they had a Trump toilet brush, when, and his when, hair was the scrubby. It had to be. Oh, I, I would buy that. I would absolutely buy I that. I wanted to. So There was so much shit I wanted in there. There was like bandages that said, make ouchies great again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but wouldn't like, a, wouldn't like the peak form of an ouchie be like a very bad ouchie? That's the opposite <laughs> of what I want my band-aid to do. <laughs> I don't think that like the final form of an ouchie is it being healed. That would be like if your Charmander evolved into a Charmeleon and then it evolved into nothing. The final form of an ouchie <laughs> is an infection. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh shit, your Charmeleon is evolving. You're sitting there like rubbing your hands together, looking at your lips, and then it just disapparates. And you're like, what? What's going on? <laughs> no. Uh, I... <laughs> I was in a, I was in a, I was in a like a supermarket, and I was in the uh, like the, I guess it was like the band aid aisle basically, and they had kids band aids, and I believe that the they were all called like courage badges instead of band aids. <laughs> it was just like that is That's incredible nice. branding. So <laughs> I was like, hey, like I'm here, I'm here for it. I, I'm sure someone out there is very angry at this thing, but. I'm not. It, that's very fun. That's very interesting. It's like if you're if you're if you're getting your shots, we got we were gonna put a little courage badge on there to show that you were brave and you you you, you took it like a champ. And now you're not gonna get measles because uh, your parents aren't morons who want you to get easily <laughs> easily prevented diseases because they've been pilled by the, hor- <laughs> the horrible and terrible internet. So, uh, but yes, um, the Confederacy. Even after a hundred years after their crushing loss, still has a very vibrant fan base that is very upset when you bring up the fact that we should not celebrate their uh, beloved heroes, also known as losers. So, is the South still supposed to rise again? I can't remember. <laughs> did, did, did it rise again? And and that was that was that, and then it went back to being unrisen once again. Like a like like a souffle or whatever. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think we're on the reflattening of the South. Okay. Well, speaking of something that uh, was on the rise and now is quickly deflating, uh, let's talk about Elon Musk. Um, as uh, I frequently do in our notes here, I just have it written down as Elon something something because that he's in a special brand of person who's just always in the news for some horse shit. Mike, what's the horse shit this week? Uh well, right now, before we started recording, uh, Elon uh, decided to uh, tread towards uh, territory that is very much in the wheelhouse of Mysterious L, in that someone made a comment to Elon, and he replied to that person by saying, you have tiny With a gift of a sexy mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, he said, you have tiny testicles, which... Uh, for Elon, Projection. yes, for Elon of the uh, very strange penis, for him to go after somebody else's tiny testicles was uh, particularly rich. That was well, very- no, nobody quotes the full tweet, which was, You have tiny testicles, I can smell my own. <laughs> so, yes. in context, it makes a lot more sense and it makes him look a lot worse or a, a, a lot less worse because he's just like, he, He's like, Hey man, you have small balls, and so do I. And, I think we should get along. 
Any word whether he saw any of his children for the holidays? Uh, I don't believe so. I mean, since he tried to claim that that stalker who was going after Grimes was going after him, and that whole story has fallen apart. Uh, Yeah, doesn't doesn't seem like Elon's really got anyone around him to, you know, like stage an intervention or try to help him out any... Because he's just going to shit post through all of this. Um, he's going to keck post. Yeah, like this is 2016 4chan. Yep. Yeah. He, he he replied to somebody by saying keck, which was, uh, oh God, did did QAnon's erogenous zones get triggered by the Elon keck tweet? Oh, Daddy said keck. Oh, it's happening. We're going to be let back on Twitter any day now to call Chrissy Teigen uh, cannibal. I love how if he didn't already have like a big platform of idiots and like a bunch of pull because he's rich, he would just get dragged so hard online for his weak shit posting that he thinks is hilarious. He's not funny. No, he's not funny. He's not. He's not funny or clever. And the Internet's been around for a long time. So there's like there are ways to do it that people you could tell when somebody is good at it. You know what I mean? Like drill. Right. Like drill is hilarious. It is weird because it shouldn't be funny. Yeah, yeah. just, like, knowing, like, that's the kind of thing, is, like, knowing what will work as a shit post is something that takes time to craft. Like, trying to figure out shit like that takes work. Elon just stealing memes from other people and then posting them and then being like, look how clever I am. I'm the smartest boy in all the land. And it's actually like, no, you're actually not. You're incredibly bad at this. You... Yeah, he's like, hey, look at this Pepe that we've all seen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. The clothesline, like, magic eye Pepe thing, I was just like, I wish that this wasn't, like, a racism thing. Because otherwise, this would be, like, a pretty clever composition. Hey, man, some Pepes are all right. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be like, I'd be like, I would be into this if it wasn't, like, a magic eye poster for a racist. <laughs> Yeah, and then he, uh, he also posted a, th- a meme of a person with all kinds of vaccines in them and CNN and a uh, LGBTQ plus flag with a <laughs> Muslim crescent on it for some reason. Yeah, because and- if it was if it was a, a Jewish star, it would be too fucking obvious. Yeah, you're no kidding. <laughs> And my favorite part of this is that the, you have the brainwashed person wearing the mask of all the vaccines and all that shit, and that person says they brainwashed you, and then the, basically the obvious standard for Elon is like, really? And on yeah, the, the based guy, yeah, the based and, and the the bad person that Elon is mocking has Twitter's logo in their leg. Their leg has like Facebook and Twitch. And YouTube, and it also has Twitter and the leg. So it's just like Elon's like, "Hey, the company I own, we're bad." I just I'm- sent you an artist rendition of it where they're making out. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should. Oh my god, that is. <laughs> oh man, it, it, it's just the, the he. It is. What's really funny about Elon is that he is just a try-hard baby that wants to be cool so badly. And you just see this with so many people, like our boy QAnon John, who I bring up every now and then. 
Qunon Johns is a very t- a much tinier version of Elon that just wants to be cool. He has a little money, so he throws it around the Qunon supporters, and he's like, "Guys, guys, can I be in the Qunon community? Can I be a cool bro? I'll call myself Qunon John and everything." And and they take his money, and they're like, "Okay, John, you're part of the community." What's so funny is like if you look at his engagement compared to anyone else's engagement, it's so little. No one gives a fuck about that guy. They just want his money. So they just they just let him pretend like he's part of the club and they get his money. And Elon, I mean, all of like Elon's existence has just been this desperate need for people to like him. Like he did that terrible stint on Saturday Night Live. He was on the Simpsons. He did Rick and Morty. That's I mean, why this spiral is good for us. Because at some point, he will lose enough of his wealth where he will become desperate enough for attention, but still have enough of his wealth that he will be rich enough to pay us that maybe it will be our time to shine. And then we can start getting fat stacks for being sycophants. I'm, I'm here for it. I am here uh, for our it. show has been, always been very upfront about how, how quickly we will sell out. And I'll talk to Elon Musk <laughs> okay. for the right person. I will sell out very fast to Elon Musk. Uh, I do not support right. the statements of. No, no, no. This is. <laughs> This is the regular Hell World, Hell World crew, and not and not uh, not Haley. Haley Haley has her own price, I'm sure. Maybe it's zero. Yeah. Maybe there's, maybe there's no price. I it, have it, a price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not your price, but <laughs> what's going on right now is that Haley is negotiating. It's me, me and Elle have already sold low. We have sold aggressively low. Haley's like, I can get four times what these idiots are asking yeah. for. They, they're they're selling themselves short. I know my worth. I know what I know what Elon will pay for me to be a sycophant for him because that dude's a billionaire and he's desperate. I mean, so but I feel like the higher payout you take, the the harder it is to play off your selling out as being like an irony thing. It was like, yeah, it was like you know, it's for an ironic paycheck. Like, who could fault me? You know what I mean? Like, if you're paying. If you're if you're putting yourself into the billionaire tax bracket, it just immediately like 100 percent just being like I am becoming the thing I hate. I would also accept that those are sort of my two terms. I want to be low enough where I can be comfortable and still sort of like maintain some amount of credibility if I spin it right, which I think I could do. Or I want it to be like a filthy, just a, astonishingly filthy amount of money. <laughs> uh. So, L, how did you get your billion dollars? I stopped Shut up, poor! I don't have to talk to you! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how did my security let you this close to me? You're all fired. <laughs> See? That's what I want. Yes. <laughs> that's a dream. Anyway, sp- speaking of the uh, the, the, the rock-solid scruples of our, uh, our guest host, Haley, uh, it, would, it wouldn't be a, a cause to have a guest host uh, if not for needing to check up on uh, the wonders of the Florida of the West, Arizona. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're, we're going to start while we're still in the bush before we get to more newsworthy items with uh, Haley's trip to AmeriCon. America Fest. It's actually America, an America Fest? Fest. Yeah. You, see, you, you called it AmeriCon earlier. Did I? I didn't, I didn't make that up. I just woke up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, America Fest. Because uh, I call it Fascist Con, usually. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so you just, you just were like America Con, Fascist Con. Yeah. yeah. Did it. <laughs> um, yeah, so for people who don't know what Turning Point USA is, it's like a, it's Charlie Kirk's youth organization. Oh, can it, you hear the garbage can right now? No. Okay, uh, good. 
but uh, what I basically uh, Turning Point USA is like the low key Republican shit weasels, and they got they get harassed by Nick Fuentes' gripers a lot because they're like, "Hey, young guys, just become Nazis. Republicanism is lame. Go the full way." And yeah, this trying- is like fancy conservatism. Like they're still shitheads, but they wear high heels and Tucker suits. Um. And there's like it's like a again America loves a loser. Yeah. That that, yeah, that that pitch is like, hey, why would you want to stick with this team of people who are still just in contention for winning because it's only a two party system and they're one of them? Yeah. And instead, why don't you join our club, which is based on a strong foundation of having our asses paddled eighty years ago? Yeah. <laughs> So, like, 10,000 kids, like, it's mainly geared towards, like, teenagers and young adults, but, like, 10, it fits, like, over 10,000, and um, the list was Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump Jr., Candace Owens, Greg Gutfield, Laura Ingram, Josh Hawley, Carrie Lake, Matt Gates, Newt Gingrich, uh, Kaylee McEnany, Steve Bannon, Dennis Prager, Lauren Bobert, Matt Walsh, Michael Knowles, Benny Johnson, Seth Dillon, Harmeet Dillon, Mike Lindell, Jimmy John... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> James O'Keefe, Jack Posobiec, uh, yeah, a bunch of shitheads. You get to watch them all on stage. You get to take photos with them. You get to watch them, you know, do their thing. It sucks. <laughs> Did you see who was there? I sent you a photo. Okay. I- so usually it's like, yeah, like the Fox News lineup plus the other like Steve Bannon far right sphere. <laughs> Is that um, our boy? Is that our boy Blake Masters? Or no, no it's, it's Baby Q. It's Baby Q. Look who I found. <laughs> it's Baby Q made it to the convention. Yeah, Mel K was there too. She had a booth. Oh God. Um, but yeah, uh, Baby Q was walking around talking about like quantum physics. Yes. Wait, who the fuck is Baby Q? Okay, so Austin Steinbart. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so Baby Q, yeah, Haley named him as Austin Steinbart. He was a grifter, lunatic, uh, shit weasel from about like two years ago who jumped into QAnon and his shtick was, I am Q in the future, sending messages back to all of us now in the past, and I am discerning my future messages from me to me to help lead the movement forward to guide us. And uh, he went to jail. Yeah, he went to jail because he is a fucking idiot. He stole shit, right? He just like literally like he like took photos of people's private medical information. Yeah. And like posted it online or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 actually did a real big boy crime. Yeah, It was like a federal crime. He went to like federal jail or like someone, you know. Okay, so this crazy person was also he tried to like uh he tried to uh not pa- he he tried to like pass his drug test with a fake cock oh yeah he wizardnated yes yeah. i remember the wizardnator story yeah oh, god so what was going on at america fest uh you just watch the people speak about whatever the fuck they want to ramble on about and then you go watch them give sessions where they tell a bunch of teenagers like get married young even if you even if you can't afford it have a bunch of kids just have a bunch of conservative kids and don't send them to public school send them to turning point academy our school the school that teaches you how to be a good little conservative um yeah so it's it's basically a, like a secular version of quiverful <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> and, and I, what i love about that shit is it's just like 
yeah, have a bunch of kids who are going to be struggling to make ends meet and resent you as parents, and then you try to brainwash them, and then they get into the real world, and they realize you were fucking idiots. Like, the whole idea, like, if you're actually, like, economically, like, stable, and you can have a large family, you might be able to, like, brainwash and pill your kids. But if, like, you give your kids a shitty childhood... Like the, the the brainwashing isn't going to take nearly as effectively because your kids are going to be like, wait, my my parents sucked, and all they ever did was rant about how Biden and Obama were the Antichrist. Yeah, this it's, is kind of the crowd that can afford to have kids, though. It's like up to seven hundred and fifty dollars a ticket for this shit. God, yeah, <laughs> they have to be, they they have to be giving away some of those tickets. There's oh yeah, they definitely can you imagine do. The you life can like win them, huh? Can you imagine the life you're leading if you're some like 18 year old kid and your parents have probably spent $750 per ticket for you and like hopefully not your girlfriend, but maybe your girlfriend or I guess significant other. Uh, in my mind, a conservative is just a white guy. Go figure. Um, <laughs> and you're paying $750 a ticket to go have somebody just be like, knock a rip, knock a rip real good, real fast, like over and over again, all the time. Just keep knocking her up. Yeah. You're, you're on the hook to pay for all those kids. You do it. You'll be fine. Yeah. And, and ladies, barefoot and pregnant. That's your life. That's the way the Lord intended. Women, yeah. I have no advice for you because I'm not supposed to talk to you. So <laughs> I'm just going to leave the room now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't acknowledge your existence as a person. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> yeah, last year, um, God, what's his fucking name? So one of the Fox News guys was like talking about how like he was kind of giving advice how to like leave your older wife and like get a younger one. Water Jesse Waters. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was him. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, was was this the convention where uh Carrie Lake did the up yours? Is that where she uh did the rude gesture to the crowd to let everyone know how serious she is about the recount and stuff? Um, I don't think that was uh this. This is the one where she was like my pronouns are I one. Oh yeah. That one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> man it's it, i mean the man, I, I, the, my, my, my pronouns are blank the, the literally the jo- every the single speaker format, made that joke every the joke format that just never never stops giving it just it's just a, a non-stop uh laugh machine it's so fucking funny yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i i identify as an attack helicopter that still kills right that still absolutely kills yeah uh, you said funny. it wrong it would be my pronouns are attack slash helicopter Oh damn! <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at like the, the 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 Riverside like has like the generic soundboard. And I almost wanted to, like play a cheering or a rim shot after I made that joke to just like really drive it home. But I didn't. It's, it's go- a real shame that we we're not gonna get the like. I, I would love a, a a George W. Bush like fumbling to get through one of those punchlines during like a news cycle or whatever. <laughs> And also to the mention where he's the candidate right now. He's just like, my pronouns are he slash, wait, damn it. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. I will say that uh, given given Trump's uh, current uh, brain capacity, we if he ever goes for the pronoun joke, we might get it from him. Because, uh, oh, God. Um Apropos of nothing, but I just wanted to stick this in real quick. There, there was like a five-minute video of him whining about the January 6th committee. And there was like over like 13 cuts. Like you could just see, like, like they just had like 
camera one, it was like straight on, and then camera two was like a in it was a in tight, and they would just go back to camera one, and they just kept cutting and cutting and cutting from the two camera shots, and I'm just like, this is five minutes. How the fuck can this guy not get through five minutes at this point? And Holy he loved God. her sweet can, yes. her sweet <laughs> sweet can. <laughs> It it was it was not that bad, but on a scale of one to ten, it was like a, it was solid seven. I mean, it was just like oh man, just yeah. I, I just I can't imagine being like a producer on a Trump video and being like, oh, Donnie, we're gonna need another take there. He's like, what do you mean we need another take? I'm killing it. And they're like, Donnie, you 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 started ranting about fucking onions again. I don't know what's wrong. And the and the and the faucets with the weak water that you get so upset about all the time. Can we rein it in a little? No, I'm dumb and old and angry and was the president once. Like, oh my God. I'm assuming that if he's complaining about water being weak, he means the pressure, and it's just because his tiny, weak hands can't turn the knobs any harder. (laughs) Yeah. His water pressure is so weak. It's like nobody has the heart to tell him he's just too weak to turn the knobs. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor guy with his tiny hands. Oh, oh, that little scamp. Anyway, if you guys thought that we were done talking about Arizona, you'd be sorely mistaken. That was just the tip. Of the Arizona iceberg, you perverts. Anyway, let's get into our uh, headline news segment. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. America loves a loser. I've said it twice already, and I'll say it a third time, because we're leading off with Arizona's own favorite, Carrie Lake. Well, yeah, we're talking about her. It's the you know, loser episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and she's here to tell you that she did not lose. Have you heard what her pronouns are? <laughs> exactly. So for more on Carrie Lake being a huge loser, we'll turn it over to Mike and special flaming butthole of America, Arizona correspondent <laughs> Haley. Yeah. Arizona right wing watch. What's yes. going on in that crater? Yeah. Uh, I'll let Haley just take, take a start here. Um, Carrie lost. I don't know if everybody heard. <laughs> and I guess what she lost again. Yeah. <laughs> uh she lost her uh like case uh where she was claiming she actually won. Um she had the Cyber Ninja attorney representing her so you know it was going to go fucking well. <laughs> um, but uh she's appealing even though she got she was threatened with sanctions but uh she just has to pay fines she has to keep paying fines for all these cases that she's been bringing because they're frivolous and bullshit (laughs) Uh, i I heard that she didn't get nailed for the full sanction she only got nailed for paying for hobbs as experts yeah she doesn't have she's not she's they're not being sanctioned but she has to pay all the money back which means mike lindell has to pay all the money back yeah, I, I love the idea of Mike Lindell just being this giant font of money for right wing grifters, and he just doesn't see it. He just can't wrap his head around the fact that it's like, no, Mike, they're just stealing from you. Like, none of these people actually think they're going to win anything. They're just taking your money because you like buy into this shit so wholeheartedly and don't see that you're being fleeced. Yeah, so she's appealing her um, case that she got in trouble for filing. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Yeah. And she said at America Fest she's going to take it all the way to the Supreme Court. So she lo- she loves to lose. That she has she loves losing. We're going to see her lose at least two more times, which I think is kind of fun. I don't see how the Supreme Court can hear her case because this is entirely a state based election. Yeah, the AZ Supreme Court. 
Oh, the he's going to appeal it to the AZ Supreme Court. Okay, yeah, the, yeah. And, and and they'll tell her to pound sand because uh, last I checked, corrupt we, judge. We, we we oh yeah, we are recording this on like the twenty eighth, and uh, Katie Hobbs will be sworn in as governor on January fourth. So the clock is really ticking on this. This is moving pretty quickly. Uh, I remember one of the funniest things I saw in a desperate attempt to defend Carrie Lake was like praying medic was like there was one time in Arizona where they had a governor for a year before the other person actually won the election became governor. So hey, don't don't be too worried about anything happening right now. And it's like if you actually read the story, like that was a legitimate case where there was all kinds of weird voter fraud bullshit going on and they literally had a year to sort it out. Whereas right now, Lake has no evidence of anything. Literally, like all her case was is there were long lines. Did all those people end up voting anyways? Well, yeah, but so they voted. They were not disenfranchised, were they? But they were sad when they voted. Do sad votes count less? Well, no. (laughs) Well, then they were disenfranchised and you got their votes anyways. You still lost. Fuck off. Yeah, so there's this thing called the Box 3 conspiracy. Oh, yeah. I've heard of the legend of Box 3. Yeah, so the legend of the Box 3 is that the people whose ballots weren't being read on the day of had to put it in Box 3 for it to be read later at the tabulation center. And you know what that fucking means. (laughs) Right in the shredder. (laughs) Yeah, right in the shredder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. was the name of the attorney general guy who lost by like like 500 votes um his name is abe hamaday ibrahim yeah uh yeah so because uh because abe filed a lawsuit that was dismissed within like almost an hour like they presented their case with like one witness yeah and and then the judge looked at them and was like that's that's what you woke me up for that's that's what I came in. I had to put this fucking robe on and I had to make a bailiff yell all rise when I walked in here to listen to this one jamoke, not <laughs> say anything, and then walk off the stand and you fucking did this. And Abe's attorneys and Abe were like, yeah, how'd you like it, judge? And the judge was like, didn't like it all. Case dismissed. Get the fuck out of here. So like that was at least Lake Lake's judge actually like took like a couple days to like make his ruling. That guy was just literally like, get the fuck out, you morons. Yeah, Hamaday. He tried to file initially too early. So his case was initially thrown out. And then like if you read it, it literally says like we are not alleging fraud, like right in the opener. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, get this shit out of here. <laughs> We're not alleging that we lost due to cheating. We are just sad that we lost and we wish for a judge to make us not lose. Mark well, Fincham is also has, he's also been um challenging his massive loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's really it's really incredible when you are such unbelievable pieces of shit that you make Blake Masters look good by comparison. The fact that Blake Masters are like taking the L, just lost moving along the way normal politicians do when they lose an election, just calling it a day. It's like, holy shit, when you can't follow the high road of Blake Masters, who is just like a cyborg monster. He's weird. Yeah, just a a dude that will literally say fucking anything if he thinks it'll get him a vote. When that guy is just a standard you can't hold yourself to. It's like, wow, you're the worst. There's always a bigger fish, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Lake was uh, telling the, the teenagers at America Fest to uh, donate to her legal fund, which I thought was funny. <laughs> she was even she even said, like, I know you might not have the money, but 
you should donate anyway. <laughs> when you're not busy knocking up your girlfriends, you should be giving me your money. <laughs> when you're not busy knocking up your girlfriends to have babies that you can't afford, well, you don't know you can't afford giving me money. Do it anyway. Your, your future babies don't need that money. I do. Oh, my God. It's just... I'm just the, the right-wing ideology is literally just a fireplace full of money being thrown into it. And then those people screaming, do it, sucker! Throw it in there! <laughs> Look, Elon's doing it. He's loving it. Elon's just shoveling $100 bills into the fireplace. This is great! <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, look at what shoveling all that money into a fireplace is doing for Elon. The more money he <laughs> hemorrhages, the more unhinged and conservative he becomes. Yeah. <laughs> It, oh. it, it took it took it cost him forty billion dollars or whatever, but now he's finally bought himself like de- deep enough into the rabbit hole to be kecking. He's yes. like keck. He's <laughs> kecking. Oh, uh, she's uh, pog. Am I right? <laughs> Flossing dance Fortnite. I'm hip. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, Tesla stock is rebounding to a crisp hundred and thirty-three dollars. Oh, hundred and thirteen dollars. Bring it down. It's one hundred and thirteen. It's it started the year at four hundred. So I mean, just don't, Jesus Christ! It is like the it's really funny that like the odds that it will hit double digits rather than get to two hundred, which will mean it only lost fifty percent of its value over the course of a year, is uh, impressive. I mean, just good lord, I. The thing is, is that literally Tesla stock was all based on vibes. It was all based on Elon's a genius. And he's going to have self-driving cars and he's going to create these batteries that last for forever and all this stuff. And tunnels, you know. Oh, oh yeah. The hyperloops. Oh, he's going to invent the subway. Isn't that already invented? Because you just called it a subway. Shut up. Elon's going to invent the ultra subway. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It's a hyperloop. It's different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's truly the greatest of us. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he didn't actually invent the Hyperloop. He was literally just doing that so he could kill mass transit projects in those cities. So, yeah, fuck that clown. I mean, hey, he, he wanted to dig tunnels. That was what he really wanted to do. Yes. He's a, and, he's a guy who loves it. He likes a nice big, a nice big powerful drill, like, <laughs> like just penetrating the earth. Yeah. <laughs> And in order to promote it, I'm going to build a flamethrower and just get a nice big round tip on the end of it and shoot you for a year. <laughs> and when I'm not doing that, I'm going to shoot big rockets and just a year. Oh, big rockets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I don't have a three-inch penis. I'm packing. Don't worry, don't worry about my, my deformed small penis. <laughs> don't worry about it. The terrifying thing that anyone could identify at a glance. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's because in his defense, it does look like Cerberus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three short, stumpy heads, writhing yes. and snarling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. Gross. Yeah, yeah. Manilon, you can stop us at any time. One Sorry. million United States dollars will unlock. It, it gets you a premium <laughs> One million, experience. that's it. <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's just for us to stop talking about his gross penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> the actual simping was much a much higher charge. But... Yeah, but this is just a, like, it, it's it's like the battle pass option. We yeah, your battle tears. pass, And we just, we just stop talking about your gross dick. Yes. Because, <laughs> again, if it was huge, we would know it. He would have, like, put, he would have been like, I bought Twitter and it's my first actor. He's, he's my huge hog. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hunter Biden ain't got shit on me. Yeah, Boom. Look, at, look at my massive, look at my massive wag. I'm like two Idris Elbas over here. <laughs> that have been the number. That would that have been part one of the Twitter files. The Twitter files. Hunter Biden versus me. Advantage Elon. Yeah. And dude, if he would have ate that shit up, they'd be like, "Wow, look, look, Daddy, Daddy is packing <laughs> Daddy. Yep. Oh God. I mean, the fact that they literally call Trump daddy or the boss all the time lets you know that they are just the absolute most beta human beings that have ever lived. They're just so totally subservient. They just want their massive, they want their massive leader to cuck them so aggressively. Please, daddy, just rule me. Crush the deep state for me, daddy. I can't do anything for myself. Honestly, I think what most of these like conservative Trump simps really would love in their heart of hearts is like a, a yuck as a relationship. I think they just want to be like in a quiet masculine group where the power dynamic is essentially just one alpha male with a pack of subservient beta males who treat him as like a weird homoerotic father slash lover or whatever. <laughs> that sounds right to me. Slash mentor. And then they just learn life lessons from him about how being hard is great and they never think about him sweaty in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I... It's just really amazing that we're just, I don't know, stuck in this this crazy world where uh, these idiots are just, like, they're so enamored of their heroes and they have this, the right-wing celebrity worship is just the weirdest thing. And yet, whenever you go on all of these people's timelines, they're like, oh, look at this dumb celebrity saying we should treat people fairly. Who listens to celebrities? They're so stupid. Meanwhile, they're like celebrating Carrie Lake, who was literally just a news anchor lady who then ran for Congress, ran for governor on a mantra of, I hate liberals, they're bad. Yeah. They like Kevin Sorbo posting yeah. they. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like celebrities are stupid, but Kevin, Sor- Kevin Sorbo is the greatest. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't listen to celebrities except for ours, you know, heavy hitters like Roseanne. And uh, Kevin Sorbo and uh, that lady from that Star Wars show. James G- Woods. Gina Carrero or what's her name? <laughs> yeah, anybody? <laughs> and uh, Rob Schneider. Oh, they love Rob Schneider. Oh, my God. Oh, he dude, lives here? Oh, my funniest God. He, yeah. Funniest comedian in the business. We all <laughs> know it. He actually campaigned with Carrie. I don't doubt it. Oh, my God. Of course he fucking did. Yeah. America loves a loser. That's he has four. me blocked. Because... <laughs> I called him out. I just tweeted about him because he held this like sovereign citizen paid telegram seminar with this sovereign citizen grifter here. And I thought that was wild. So I posted about it and he fucking blocked me for it. <laughs> Rob Schneider, I'm calling you out with an offer. $10,000. I'll never talk about you again because I don't care about you enough. But <laughs> And maybe he's got 10 grand. Maybe if he's lucky. He's I mean, that's why, that's why the figure's low. Because right. I just, I want to, I want to get, I'm not sure how much he can hit up Adam Sandler for it at a given moment. I don't want to push the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's move on from talking about uh, the stapler. Being the worst, and uh, let's let's get into uh, headline pants on fire news. We're talking about George Santos, and uh, I guess George Santos is a nice big liar, is a lying liar. Mike, 
Uh, remind everybody who George Santos is and tell us what he was lying about and why Fox News hates him now. Uh, well, the answer about what he was lying about was literally everything. Uh, George Santos is a congressman-elect in New York who apparently faked literally every detail of his personal biography. And um, base, he uh, claimed to be a, a gay Jewish immigrant He's probably an immigrant. That's maybe the one thing that's actually honest about him. But um, and he had lots of campaign materials stating that he is an American Jew and proud of it. And then people were like, actually, no. Didn't he claim his, his grandparents were like in the Holocaust? I think so. I yeah. Mean, John, like he took yeah, it he, pretty far. Yeah, he went everywhere <laughs> with it. Hey, wait. Well, just because they're not Jewish doesn't mean that his ancestors were not in the Holocaust. If that you is true. My drift. Yes, <laughs> but uh, when eventually uh, now, so the, these stories started breaking and then uh, Santos came out with a thing saying, give me a week and I will address all of these controversies. And people were like, why do you need a week? What is holding you back from talking right now about this stuff? Are you trying to come up with some shit? And at some point in this conversation, he actually went for the zinger. He said, I didn't say I was Jewish. I said I was Jew, uh, 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 like, line-ish. And it was like, ooh, boy, what are we doing here? Like and, Jewish. Yeah. It's like a Seinfeld bit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, that's, that is astonishing. It took me a while to understand what was happening when Mike described it. And then once I realized what the punchline was, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> waka waka. Oh, jazz hands. It was a joke that just went too far. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, again, one of the other things that he did during this campaign it was uh, proudly promoting the fact that he was a gay Republican, showing the inclusion and diversity of the Republican Party. And... Uh, it came out that uh, maybe a week or maybe a few days before he declared his candidacy, uh, he got a divorce from his wife, who was a woman. So he could um, be a little bisexual. He could be bisexual. Yeah, that, that doesn't make him not gay. Yeah. Maybe he discovered he was gay after he got married. That does, in fact, just happen to people sometimes. It, it, it could, but I'm just saying, given... In the context of all the other lying, it, it seems pretty <laughs> sus. But that is a thing that could... Yeah, you just be oh, like, yeah. hey, man. You gay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that seems like it would be rude. Just try to honeypot him. You know, yeah. try to proposition him. Yeah. Just be like, hey, I hear you're going through a rough divorce, and that's unfortunate. Would you like to touch my butt and uh, see how he reacts? Because who could possibly resist the allure of my grace? <laughs> no one can. I am quite irresistible. You are um, our sexual operative. You're like our black widow. I really. Hot. When yes. you need to fight somebody, your go-to move is wrapping your thighs around their neck and flipping them. Yeah, I, I, I am much in, much well-trained in the art of Lucha Libre, and I can hit a Hurricane Rana very effectively. And by that, I mean I would probably die if I attempted such a maneuver. Yeah, you're, you're, you're our sexy Rey Mysterio. That's me. <laughs> Request for fan art of me wearing a Rey Mysterio mask now. Please get on that, everyone. <laughs> It's just like Donald Trump, he shredded. Like, oh, he just, I mean, oh. again, again, I forgot we we're supposed to be describing how people look at the hey, Mike Raids. Picture a Greek statue. No, a better one. And it's come alive. 
You look like a statue that Elon would retweet. Absolutely, yes. Hot buff. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with an incredibly tiny penis. Yeah, but not that. You, you're packing. We know you're it's fine. <laughs> I, I also love that the, the, I also love that, like, the, the, the Greeks, like, the ancient Greeks cared so little about dick size that they immortalized it in marble. Yeah. Like, all those dudes are, like, shredded, like, Adonis's, and then you get to their package, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, I mean... I feel like if I was going to be doing like an artistic representation, maybe I would enhance certain elements of it. It makes you wonder. It's just like, well, is the rest of this just like photo accurate? Is it really? I mean, was this guy really just? I mean, good for him. He's putting the work in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was putting the work in to compensate for his. I, I I do hope he was a grower, not a shower, because uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I... worry not about the spear of Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, so, George, so George Santos, he lied about everything. He's yeah. Jewish, which yes. I think yeah. is offensive if he's <laughs> not actually Jewish. Like, what did you mean by it then? Right. Um, yeah, he's, he's like, what, you know, in some ways I'm like a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> what ways, George? Oh, you know, the Jewish ways. What do you sit, sit Shiva? Do you like celebrate like Hanukkah? Like, how are you Jewish? It's going to be something super offensive. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So to let you know how fucked this guy is, uh, the people defending him include Jack Posobiec, who is an absolute worthless sack of shit. I just saw him at America Fest. Yes. And, <laughs> um, and the people condemning him are Fox News, who for some reason decided to bring their hit woman, Tulsi Gabbard, in to be the heavy for her interview with uh, Santos. And she basically just ran him over. I mean, this was like, if you're Santos and you're going on Fox News for the interview, you're like, okay, they're going to like softball it. They're going to let me kind of like, uh, like start to build the foundation of like my lies that are going to get me through this. I'm going to keep my head down through two years of Congress and hope everything works out and I can get reelected. But Tulsi Gabbard was just like, Hey George, you lying sack of shit. Why are you lying so much? And he's like, this is, this is Fox. What, what are you doing to me, Tulsi? And she's like, I'm doing to you what, what, Mur- what Murdoch told me to do to you. That's hang you, <laughs> up and, hang you up to dry idiot. And, uh, you should probably resign now because if you don't, you're losing a Republican primary in 18 months. <laughs> you fucking guarantee that shit. He's idiot. getting Madison Cawthorn. Yes, he's absolutely getting the aggressive Cawthorn. So yeah, um, this is a man who is uh, not long for the political sphere. Uh, he definitely will be able to make money as a right wing grifter at some point once this all blows over. But until yeah. then, he can tell his joke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It- and it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, he's terrible. And he he deserves much more than he's getting, which is simply like, they're just like, hey, we're taking back all the stuff you got from lying about your whole identity, really. Yeah. I, I'd love to talk to his wife. <laughs> yes. Mostly just because I'm into divorcees. But in addition to that, I'd love to ask her <laughs> some questions about the nature of their relationship. Maybe over some drinks. Uh <laughs> Because I, it's just, I, I would be like, did you ever, do you think that maybe he's secretly gay? Or was the stress of him lying about that and a billion other things? What did you win? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, or maybe we will. Maybe she'll do a tell-all. That'd be great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rooting for it. I hope, uh, Mrs. Santos, uh, you have a standing invitation to the podcast. We, we, lo- we would love to have you. Oh, d- uh, oh you better believe it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so that that's our our, our lying liar uh, news. He's for the Jewish. Week. Yeah, no, no, no more, <laughs> no more liars to talk about. Uh, just 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 rounding out the day with straight shooter Tucker Carlson, and uh, straight shooter Tucker Carlson has apparently been uh, going down the old rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, which happens to be one Mike Raines's total wheelhouse and bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Mike, t- talk to us about this this Christmas miracle of Tucker Carlson going down the conspiracy rabbit hole. Uh, so, recently there was another uh, tranche of um, documents released by the JFK Assassination Review Board, and but there were still more that are being withheld. And uh, <laughs> man, t- we're, we're we're really going back to the classics, huh? Yes, it's like sampling. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 like how it's like how that that running up that hill song became like a chart topping hit this year, because or or last year or whatever because of fucking Stranger Things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, Tucker claimed, and this was his big payoff to this segment was I talked to somebody who saw these uh, documents, and I asked that person, "Did the CIA kill Kennedy?" And that person said, "Fuck yeah, they did. Totally blew his head off. One hundred percent CIA." So Tucker's anonymous source who saw the documents, quotation marks, uh, went to Tucker and was like, yep, uh, CIA totally murdered Kennedy. And then they proceeded to um, go after, like, they're like, now if you're the head of the CIA, you're a bad person. And so this person's bad. And Mike Pompeo, you got some questions to answer, buddy. What's going on with you? You probably covered up the murder of the president at some point. And uh, QAnon, on the one hand, was like, Kennedy murder, good, because we want people talking about how the CIA did it, but going after Pompeo, bad. So, uh, but QAnon got over that very quickly by forgetting that Tucker went after Pompeo and then immediately just decided to be like, you know, we're just going to be so happy that Tucker did this. I saw one QAnon promoter post something and he said, Direct quote was, now that it is a fact that the CIA killed JFK. And I was like, Tucker can just now create reality with the power of his voice and his message. Tucker can just be like, and another thing, uh, by the way, Fox News uh, stock is now triple in value. Boom. I'm now a trillionaire. Success. <laughs> he can just he can just shape the world with his mind. And so now it is just official because Tucker said so. The CIA absolutely 100% killed Kennedy. It's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Here's my hot. Uh, here's my hot take: is that it would be interesting to learn if any of the conspiracy theory stuff surrounding JFK was true. But it's hard to care too much about it, even if it was, because everyone involved is dead. <laughs> true. Like everybody who would have been involved back then, like that was what 70 years ago. So if they were just like anything older than 20, they are very likely dead by now. <laughs> Oh yeah, all the people that like like when you're when you're in the weeds on this shit and you actually name names, you're like, oh, it was Alan Dulles and Richard Nixon and Lyndon Johnson. It's like they're all dead, so what we we can't dig them up and throw them in jail. I mean, yeah, what of- are we gonna do? Kick open the doors of the CIA and just be like, we know that you did it. And they're gonna be like, uh, people, this is a place where people work and people that worked here seventy years ago did it. And what are we supposed to do about it exactly? <laughs> And, and this is what leads to the whole Illuminati thing is the people who killed Kennedy one day, like went to their, uh, the people they were training and they're like, okay, guys, we murdered the president in 63. So you guys need to up your game 
And I don't know, sometime in the early 2000s, you should probably blow up the World Trade Center or something. You guys got to do something. Make your mark on the world. You got to do your CIA attack on America terrorism plan in order to, like, spice things up and make sure everyone knows the CIA is terrible and evil. It's it's like every few years the CIA has to, like, blood itself. (laughs) It has to, to, like, jump itself into a gag that is comprised of itself. Yes. (laughs) The Illuminati is just like, hey, man, you got to pay the toll. You got to do some fucked up shit. Well, you know, I actually went to The Thing this week. It's a roadside Arizona attraction at a large shell gas station slash Dairy Queen. And it's a big attachment to the gas station that's like a alternative history little walkthrough kind of dark ride type of deal and it's uh it claims that aliens are responsible for kennedy and also 9-11 and also basically civilization and um so i think it was aliens Going Agent Aliens is awesome. I I, I, I highly really... recommend the thing if you ever pass through Tucson at the thing slash Shell gas station slash Dairy Queen. It's just hard to understand why an alien civilization with the means to intervene at all would intervene in such a minor way. No, I they intervene like... in like literally our, our entire... They are the reason for our existence. According to the thing... They invented our civilization. They are our reason for living. They are the reason we are breathing. All right. <laughs> yeah, but we fuck up a lot. And we're yeah, they're endangering- responsible for a lot of... It was a really intricate little ride. It was like they took responsibility for some things. They they all, they all altered history. They did 9-11, which I really can't stress enough. <laughs> what, did they explain why they did 9-11? No, they were just like, let's throw 9-11 there in the end. <laughs> The aliens decided to just do a weird thing where they just restoked American bigotry against Muslims and did a terrorism. They also had a little, they had this huge setup where it was like an alien in a Rolls Royce driving um, uh, Winston Churchill. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the thing. Yes. Have you Have you ever done Denver Airport? <laughs> no. Okay, because, I mean, Illuminati people fucking love Denver Airport. I'm going to so. have to go. Yeah. What, what's there? A big triangle? Uh, it's it's every, like, if you just, like, if you do a Google search, like, there's all those kinds of stuff. And then, like, a few years ago, when they were renovating Denver Airport, they just leaned aggressively into it. Like, all of, like, the areas that were being renovated, they had, like, aliens and Illuminati symbols everywhere. And they're like, what's going on over here? Is it a, is it a, is it a conspiracy? Or is it us just trying to get you, like, better service that'll be here soon? The truth will be revealed. Like, like Mike, separate. you should anonymously tip them off that Kansas City's airport is getting renovated, which I found out about a few months back when I traveled out there. Uh, and then you should pick up some hokum about how it's connected. I just sent you some of the thing. I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that all of these airports are at some point going to create the big transmutation circle that the evil guy is going to use to try to make the philosopher's stone. <laughs> Turns out that the secret ingredient is human souls. What a racket! Oh God. The, the ultimate scam. Uh, okay. Uh, do we want to stop talking about scams, both Tucker Carlson and Full Metal Alchemist, and <laughs> get into our listener mailbag for the week? That seems like a reasonable thing to do. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q 
and A. Okay, so I'm going to reverse order this this week and go right to uh, Chairman Walkman's delicious list of questions. And the question for the week is uh, 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 pork roll or Taylor ham? Pork roll. I don't know what we're talking about. Me neither. I I just like the word pork roll. It sounds cute. I think I think there's like uh, there was a controversy. I I think this might be one of those like controversial food subjects where it's like a regional food thing and two people call it a different thing. Oh, okay. Let's see. I don't know it either. Yeah. Yep. That's that is what it is. I'm looking up now, and it is a thing where Taylor's ham is one option, or pork roll is the other one. Well, what is it? uh, Well, it says why does North Jersey call it a Taylor? Oh, it's a sandwich. Yeah, it's a sandwich. Okay. Oh, looks good. Uh, as somebody who who has no skin in the game whatsoever, so just a regular consumer, aka the perfect person to be polling about this, pork roll is a better name for whatever this is. It's I like pork roll also. Yeah. What the fuck it, is a Taylor ham? Well, apparently the guy who <laughs> quote unquote invented the 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 uh, the pork roll called it a Taylor ham because his name was Taylor. So. Oh. Yeah. I mean that's we cool enough. Give cred, but artist it turns cred. Out that- no, we, no we, I, I mean, it's like he signed the sandwich. <laughs> we need to. I feel like we need to acknowledge it in the history books, but I feel like the market determines what the actual name of this thing is, and it seems like the people changed its name to pork roll, right? That's <laughs> yes. true. Because Taylor ham doesn't sound like a sandwich; it sounds like a full ass ham. And you know what they say about <laughs> art: once you put it out there, it's up for interpretation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. If you if you think you've got it bad, talk to the person who invented the GIF. <laughs> Because they're just, yeah. they were very specific about, hey, it's Jif. And then everyone else on Earth, myself included, was just I don't like, listen. go fuck yourself. It's GIF. Because <laughs> graphic starts with the sound G. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, buddy. You lose. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, the, the, apparently the, the pork roll was invented in 1856 by John Taylor of Trenton. And it was sold as Taylor's prepared roll, prepared ham until 1906. So he was, but unfortunately, uh, Taylor, you're no longer part of the pork roll. You're out, you're out of the game, buddy. No, no, no. He's a very important part of the pork roll as the inventor, which we acknowledge yeah. in the history of books. And he lives in on. The, the long-standing history of the pork roll, where it all started as the humble Taylor ham, yes, yes. and then became the pork roll that we all know and love today. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you eat a pork roll, you're eating a little bit of Taylor. Yes. Yeah, you're eating a little bit of Taylor's ham. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor's prepared ham, I'll have you know. <laughs> Pork roll sounds delicious, though. It really yeah. does look good. <laughs> Even before I knew what it was, I was just like, I know which one of those two things sounds better. It's pork roll, <laughs> for sure. Yes. <laughs> just a simple little sandwich. Yeah. Uh, so Eric uh, Hayden asks, what was your favorite gift you've ever received for any celebration of any kind? Uh, oh, uh, I, I tragically don't have it anymore, but one Christmas, my friend got me a very crappy copy, uh, but a copy nonetheless of Fantastic Four number five, which is the first appearance of my favorite comic book character, Dr. Doom. So he had, he had gotten his hands on this incredibly ratty version of this comic, and I had it for many years before at some point I had to sell it to make ends meet because of the win over earlier. I am poor. <laughs> But yeah, that was it. Was very thoughtful, and yes. uh, also like worth a decent amount, even even in the condition it was in, and uh, now worth many many times more than what I had had to sell it for. Unfortunately, 
Oh, of course. Oh my god, I have I sold so many magic cards that are now worth trillions by comparison. Uh, it's it's sickening to think about. Uh, and I and I had a few friends that were into the Magic the Gatherings uh, before they even like all the price guides came out. And oh my god, the stuff they had was just um, could have been could have been a pretty penny if they held on to it. But them's the breaks. What's your favorite gift ever made? Uh, I was thinking about this, and I think like probably my favorite gift ever was was when I got uh, when I got my first Nintendo for like Christmas, and just like just started me down the path of just loving video games like for forever. Because I was just like, man, I, I remember I remember just Mike Tyson's Punch Out, just being addicted to it. Um, I'm trying to remember, I yeah. My friend could not beat King Hippo. He, but so I, I, he, when I would let him play, he would have to tag me in for that fight, and then he could win a couple of fights after that. But I was the first one to defeat Mike Tyson of the two of us. But uh, and eventually, he figured out King Hippo. I got a Nintendo pretty early in my life, like pretty close to right after it was released, because I, I was born the year it came out in '85. Yeah. Uh, so it was like '88 or whatever. I remember getting my first one, and man. My parents didn't have a lot of money, so the only game that we got was the pack-in, which was the two-pack of Duck Hunt slash Mario Brothers, but uh, I played the fucking shit out of those games. (laughs) Boy, howdy. And uh, when I wasn't playing those games, the Nintendo Blaster made just like an incredibly fun toy gun to just run around zapping stuff with. So shout out to Nintendo for making a fun toy gun. Yes. (laughs) How about you, Haley? What's your favorite gift ever? Well... (laughs) I don't have any like like sick ass kid memories because I was raised Jehovah's Witness, so no birthdays, no Christmas. That is a bummer. Um, <laughs> my gift was a skateboard. All my <laughs> all my dope gifts came when I was an adult, and I bought them my fucking self. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, oh, when I was 10, actually, okay, so when I was 10, my mom must have thought it was, like, a big deal that I was, like, turning 10, because it's, like, a decade, you know? Um, And she actually did throw me a birthday party, and, like, a few of my friends came over, and we, like, went to the park and, like, the movies and shit, and, but when they came, started coming over, it was my birthday, and they started coming over, and I was like, what the fuck is going on, dudes? I don't celebrate my birthday, like, you gotta go, and they're like, no, we were in, we were invited. <laughs> you were like, hey, this is pre- this is pretty thoughtful, but also incredibly thoughtless. Yeah, like get you the guys gotta get the here. fuck out of here. It's my birthday. Leave your <laughs> presents and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but it was actually a surprise from my mom, so I think that was actually the most memorable birthday because it was my only birthday. I mean, hey, that's. I mean, like the one that I actually celebrated as like a kid. I celebrate my birthday now, like by getting a drink, but nothing exciting. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I get at my friends for their birthday every year now is I uh, give them a free pass for me to play and try my hardest at one of the board games that they love that I hate. Because we all have many, many varied tastes and a lot of it aligns, but every once in a while, like one of my friends really likes Scythe and I think Scythe is kind of butt. But once a year, she can pull her card and just be like, as my birthday wish, it is time for some Scythe. And I'll be like, that is the way it goes. Let's Scythe it up. I'll make time for it and everything. (laughs) How long is a game of Scythe take? I've never played it. Uh, like two-ish hours. It's it's faster if everybody knows what they're doing, but since I only play it once a year, I don't really know what I'm doing, and I'm still very bad at it. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe one day I'll be really bad with it at it with you as well. I will tag myself in for your scythe penance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna bring a scythe. I'm gonna bring like a scythe like pitch hitter for me. Yes, <laughs> like I'm technically living up to my obligation, but also I don't have to play it. I'll just watch while you do it, and I will, uh, you know, get intoxicated. Or <laughs> Uh, so thank you for the question. Uh, Placeholder asks, uh, who is the next writer conservatives and libertarians will think is a lefty, but is but lefties don't think they're a lefty that will do the Twitter files? Um, I can't believe that Glenn Greenwald hasn't done one yet. It is absolutely. Glenn, like, I mean, like, literally, like, the, they have people I've never heard of doing this shit. And the fact that they're up to, like, part nine, I mean, like... There is so nothing going on with this shit. Don't Jimmy it, Dore will do one. Oh god, <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Dore. Oh god, if Twitter, if Elon's going to buy out Rumble or something, and that and that will be uh, the announcement. It'll be like part fourteen of the Twitter files will be Jimmy Dore on Rumble uh, explaining the latest bullshit hobby horse thing. That conservatives were mad about Twitter about when back when Jack owned it and w- not when Elon owned it. Posobiec will get one. Oh well, Posobiec's not a fake lefty. That's no, he's, he'll just get one. I know he'll get one. It'll be, it'll, yeah. Oh God, I just it is so funny to me how desperate they are to make this matter. I, Elon uh, posted uh, another meme. Like he had the meme of the, uh, of the woman, like showing herself to the priest who was praying (laughs) back back when he was begging Trump to tweet on Twitter. And then uh, like a couple of days ago, or maybe it may have been just like yesterday, he had the thing of like the mainstream media, like not looking at the Twitter files. And it was like a Lakers cheerleader dancing and, and a guy at the sidelines, not looking at her. And it's just like, Elon is the thirstiest motherfucker in the world, and apparently he thinks everybody's like super hard up as well. He's like, "Oh man, there's nothing, there's nothing more awesome than a meme of a hot chick and a guy like not wanting to like get with her because that's weird and stuff. Like, if you're a guy, you have to just be a sexual omnivore, and when you see a hot woman, you just have to start drooling, and your eyes got to bug out of your head like you're a cartoon." A wooga, a wooga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta tug your, you gotta tug on your collar and have some steam shoot out. I mean, it's just all of that. I mean, that 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 that's how the dame, that, that that's how the dames get us going. Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> oh God. So, dude, if there's one thing I hate, it's those dames. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't. I, I mean, he's run the gauntlet of fake lefties at this point, and I love that Barry Weiss like posted the m- most mild criticism of him, and immediately like Elon unfollowed her. She she got kicked out of the club. She can't do the Twitter files anymore. He hit her with There's, that three responses too, like yeah. an hour apart each. He was like, "Answer me, Barry." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah like um not bringing on back up that, <laughs> that thread of like medvedev where he was just like america will fall in the civil war and elon will become the president of its record <laughs> and elon was like fucking awesome bro and then like four hours later elon was like your thread is weird and stupid and i do not like it and i'm not saying this because people told me that if i continue to compliment you a terrorist with your fucking me becoming president as america burns that might make me look make make me look crazy and hurt 
hurt Tesla's stock even more. So it's just like, oh my god, like just can't help himself. Just terminally online, the most online divorced man in the history of the world. Sam. Yes. <laughs> Sad daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, take that, Elon. Elon, you're our sad daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cleodora Silvestri, the Hellord Grand Inquisitor, uh, says, Notorious glory hound Trump, Trump announced running for president, yet has been suspiciously absent from his usual rallies and television uh, television appearances. If he's actually dead, how long would the, Q, uh, the GOP uh, keep up a weekend at Bernie's farce to maintain the voter loyalty of Q folk? Um... I think uh, uh, at this point, I think the, enough of the luster is off of Trump, and they know that it's easy enough to trick QAnon believers with any 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 number of different baits that they would just be like, "Trump died the way he lived, a hero <laughs> fighting for all of us." And his last words were, "Listen to what this guy says now. He's <laughs> the new me." <laughs> They're, they're going to do like the worst deep fake in the history of the world where Donald Trump is like, I am very, we're not Donald Trump's like, I am very ill. And now you must listen to Governor DeSantis. He is based. Q plus. <laughs> and oh, yeah. no. oh, it'd be great. Oh, man. If only, if only they handed the mantle of Q plus to DeSantis. <laughs> Also, Trump does still do a lot of rallies. He's just sticking. He's just he's just doing it in the in the conference room of Mar-a-Lago because Carrie Lake has been like practically fucking living there, and they they just constantly do events. It's just like Turning Point's tenth anniversary, Moms for Liberty, some bullshit, uh, the 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 log cabin Republican event, a bunch of bullshit every fucking day. It's some bullshit. And Trump comes down from the stairs for like five minutes and gets his claps. So basically <laughs> what you're saying is instead of going on tour, Trump now has a residency. Yeah. 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 Basically. He's got a residency at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. He's going to do, do the old school political campaign, the, the old front porch campaign where he just hangs out at Mar-a-Lago and yells at the press all day. Well, that's that's the uh, the alternative option is that they weaken and burnies him indefinitely by establishing this pattern where people gather at like Mar-a-Lago, like at the base of these stairs, and then up on the balcony, like Trump comes out and like he lifts his arms up and he's just like, "Hey, everybody, I'm Donald Trump. It's great." And then like he retreats back to his bedroom after just being like, "Uh, whatever the policy is that you guys like the most, I'm in favor of that. I'm out." <laughs> and I then hope- you do. <laughs> Oh, you, you establish the pattern of him doing that while he's alive. And then when he dies, you just rig him up Disney Animagic style. And then everyone gathers at the balcony, at the base of the balcony. And Donald Trump just comes out. His arms come up. And he's just like, whatever policy yeah. you guys support, I love it. I'm Donald Trump. And I support his message. <laughs> and It'll be the new attraction backwards. at the Walt Disney World. <laughs> Anima Trump, the greatest Trump of them all. And then he'll open his mouth and he'll barf out a bunch of rifles. <laughs> <laughs> I also love the Second Amendment. Here's how much I love the Second Amendment. Unhinges jaw, AR-15 slides out. Yeah. Dude, I, do hope that- I, I think Zardoz <laughs> is a perfectly great dystopian future for the American conservative. Anyway, sorry, Haley. No, but I do hope that when he dies, because I saw a Trump Hotel once, like the one in New York, and it's all gold. 
And I really do hope that when he dies, they like kind of put him in a tomb like Lennon and let us all go see him. <laughs> the, the, then in the glass coffin, we could all yeah, walk by. Like yeah, like a gold yeah. kind of lined but clear glass coffin that we could all. But bigger you know, than Lennon's. Definitely yeah, bigger. You'll never, you never believe how big my glass coffin is going to be. It's going to be huge. It's gonna but be I do like your animatronic coffin. Trump because it's so Florida. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Disney's made that part of the Florida culture. you got to have the robot. I think it'd be sick. Yeah. And uh, that brings us to our question of numerous for the week is, what are you guys looking forward to? I'm on vacation, baby. So I've got a bunch of free time. I just ordered a bunch of Chinese food. Probably gonna get caught up and watch some anime like a real adult. Adult. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get in on that um Brendan Brendan Fraser marathon that we were talking about earlier because uh that sounded uh, like it was bringing some nostalgia factors to me. So I'm gonna check out the Mummy. Good stuff. You should check out Bedazzled. If you didn't see that one back, oh in the my day. god, fucking Bedazzled. What else was Brendan Fra- <gasps> You remember Blast from the Past? Yeah, that's that, that, that's sort of like the big Brendan Fraser trifecta. The, I those movies all came out within like movie. two years of each other. It probably is shit, but <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think Blast from the Past is the one that's like the most fucked up out of all of them because like the the premise is just like exceptionally weird. I haven't got back and rewatched that one yet. Maybe I should do that as well. They lived in like a bomb shelter. But yeah. like there was no bomb, just like a plane crashed at their house or some shit, and they lived in the bomb shelter for like thirty years. Yeah, I just I, thought I, the I bomb the shelter end. was sick. I would love that. I would love to live that shelter life. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> underground. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I, and then what's the new movie that he's in that's supposed to be good? Whale. The whale. The whale. That was a real tearjerker, though. Oh, no. I don't want to cry. <laughs> I, I, I think it's directed by Darren Aronofsky or something. Oh, like shit. I, never mind. I'll cry. From all he, I like his kind of cry. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you should check out The Whale. It's getting a bunch of heat. Yes. Oh, heat. Oh, I like yes. heat. Yes. The hot, hot heat. Uh, what I are you look- looking forward to, Mike? I'm looking forward to the fact that after like a decade of being terrible, I'm in the finals of my fantasy football league. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to win something that's totally meaningless. It's the saddest life. You're, you're going to achieve the, the one Pete. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. The dream of the one Pete. Oh, man. I am going to be the biggest Seattle Seahawk of all of them with my one my one title, and that is it. That is all I will ever have. I hope you win. But, oh, I, that's, that's the Aaron Rodgers way. Yes. The, yes. 100% the Aaron Rodgers way. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And also, um, I finally uh, managed to put together a Marvel Snap deck that isn't bad, and I'm learning how to properly snapinate people. So I'm climbing the ranks, and uh, I'm not going to make infinite this month, this uh, session, because I think it ends in a week, and I'm probably not going to be able to climb that high. But uh, next next cycle, we're doing it. I'm, I'm getting to rank 100. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be a fantasy football champion and a big boy at Marvel Snap. And I am crying, and these are tears of joy. I have not thrown my life away. No, I feel good about everything that's going on right now. Just excellent. Just absolutely excellent. Nothing but winners here. Nothing but winners. The absolute biggest winner. <laughs> I've always said this about Marvel Snap. When people are playing Marvel Snap, everyone's winning. <laughs> yeah. I'm a known lover of, of Marvel Snap. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us uh, for this week. It is time for us to uh, dust off our hoverboards. That's right. We're going back to hoverboards, and we're going to get on them, and we're going to slowly wheel ourselves out of Hell World for the week. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and thank you so much to our special guest host, Haley. Uh, normally, we wait to tell everyone where we can be found on social media, but before everybody runs away from the podcast, t- tell the people where you can be found on your social media. Um, I'm Arizona Right Wing Watch on Twitter, and I'm also on Mastodon and Post, so you can find me there. there you it's go. like the- AZ underscore RWW. You can find me. Uh, Twitter and all of the newer, cooler, harder to use places than Twitter. They're so fucking hard. Get better. Yeah, just like just <laughs> just rip off Twitter, but like do it without Elon Musk, and then everybody will just use it because that was what Twitter was. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just fuck figure it out, idiots. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you, Haley, for joining us this week. If you like the show and you want to continue to support us, you can do so for free by giving us a five star review or a thumbs up or whatever uh, the algorithm demands on you from your podcast platform of choice. If you have money and you want to support the show, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. If you have uh, $5 or more a month to spare, you can donate at that tier to get access to all of our bonus content, including our litany of series where we go across uh, QAnon pop media, including Kabbalan and what we do out of shadows and Mule's Errand. And at some point when we get back to it, Queem and uh, other stuff that we've got in the works coming up. So $5 a month or more if you want to jump in on that. Uh, or if you have money and you don't want to give it to us, you can do some good with it by donating it at love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is to end of child trafficking and exploitation. That's always sounded pretty rad to us because we're heroes and give us credit for that by giving us or them your money. Shout out to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song, as always. Uh, Unfortunately, still no social media for them, not even a Mastodon like all of the other cool kids. What a loser DJ Minimal Effort is. Just kidding. I love him. uh, And thank you for use of our intro song. Our buddy Frosty, like the rest of us, still on Twitter for the time being. You can find him at FrostyVO. Uh, he is, of course, the voice of Q and all of our bumps, etc. When we need some voice work, we turn to him most of the time, unless it's a lady, which has never happened yet. Because why would it? We're dealing with the American conservative. Uh, the <laughs> ladies are too busy making babies. That's what the seminars are about. Duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this and more at not American. Anyway, uh, you can find the show on Twitter until Elon craters it completely. Uh, at Hellworld with a Q and seven O, I am at Hellworld L. Uh, Sarge, who is no longer with us because he is dead. Just kidding, he's just busy. Is at Sergeant Hell, and Mike Rains is of course at Poker Politics. So for another quote unquote successful episode of the Adventures of Hellworld podcast, I have been one of your regular hosts, the Mysterious L, joined by off the top rope mysterious guest host who wasn't mysterious because we announced it beforehand, Haley. AKA Arizona right wing watch. And of course our expert in all things QAnon crazy and the guy who takes the folding chair out from under the ring and then bashes the referee with it or whatever. Mr. Mike Reigns. Good speed Patriots.